2: Hey, guys, listen up. This is the SEC Insider Hit, powered by Miss Kelly Furniture. Mississippi's number one. Number one sleep store.
0: Uh, The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the awesome selection of Boar's Head premium meats, cheeses, and hummus at any corner market grocery store in the state of Mississippi, including their new one in Macomb. And another new one coming uh soon in Startville, Mississippi, but Corner Market Grocery Store, Northside Drive, Fondred in Bellhaven. Woo! This is the Out of Bounds Show, 1059 The Zone ESPN. We're streaming live for you on the Zone1059.com and the Out of Bounds radio app. You can watch the show right now on YouTube. Watch the show on our YouTube channel, search out of bounds sports. We welcome in uh NFL insider Steve Palazzolo. Uh, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. And uh, Steve joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. All right, Steve Palazzolo, I want to talk about uh, Dak Prescott's first-half stats compared to his second-half stats the last couple of weeks. Um, In the first half, some struggles. Second half, red-hot. What do you all see at Pro Football Focus?
1: yeah i mean sometimes it's tough to to sort out first and second half splits or you know to build a a story off of it sometimes it's just how how guys you know just how things are trending or whatever it might be but i think overall Dak's playing really well you know certainly the cowboys offense has been uh much better since he's come back and much better since uh you know the cooper rush weeks and i think that was That was what I think made those Cooper rush weeks, you know, really encouraging for the Cowboys was, you know, okay, Dak's going to come back. The offense is going to be better. We know we've got one of the best defenses in the NFL, but yeah, I think Dak's throwing the ball well, making good decisions. And, you know, even, even on Thanksgiving, you know, a couple fluky type of plays in the first half, those two interceptions, but, but he comes back strong. So I think overall the, the Dallas offense is getting better and better. It's good to see Michael Gallup you know getting more involved there and i think they're uh, they're starting to peak at the right time
0: where do you have the dallas cowboys in your nfc power rankings
1: yeah i mean i think i mean honestly i think they're a better team than the vikings right so i think you look at dallas at 8 and 3 and the vikings are 9 and 2 a lot of people just their power rankings are basically just record Right. It's like, oh, the Eagles have to be one. They're 10 and one. And then give me the nine and two teams. But I really think it's the Cowboys and the Eagles atop atop the NFC right now. And probably the 49ers, you know, once they, you know, if they continue to um, find their groove and, and, and play well. So I think it's but I think the Eagles and Cowboys look like the two best teams They're You know, the, the Cowboys now have the ability to win. Multiple ways the Eagles have shown their ability to win in in every different style with the run game, with the pass game, with pass defense, whatever it might be. Um, we'll see with the Vikings. They've got another tough one with the Jets. I think I've always just kind of been expecting them to taper off a little bit. I think they will at some point. So I think it's I think it's Eagles and Cowboys atop the, the NFC right now.
2: chumba No prohibited by law. 18 plus terms conditions apply. Website for details.
0: Okay, we we always talk NFL quarterbacks with you and you know Dak Prescott leads the way a lot of times. Here he is whatever he is, 6 years in and he's had a lot of success. There's been some bumps in the road, but you know he you you mentioned sometimes quarterbacks are what they are at some point. So how do you balance that? Where where can he get a little bit better, Steve, or can he?
1: Yeah, no, I think anybody can. You know, I think for Dak, you know, if you look at his turnover worthy play rate, you know, that's something we do. We don't necessarily look at interceptions, you know, but like on the surface, last year, if you include the, include the playoffs, he had thirty eight touchdowns and eleven interceptions, which looks exceptional on the surface, right? Um, but there was also – there was a little top-heavy in a couple games. They beat up on the Eagles' backups at the end. You know, that helps. But the turnover-worthy play rate for Dak has been over 3% for the last four years, including, you know, his injury, uh, injury season of 2020. And you see the best quarterbacks not at 3%, but closer to 2%, right? So that sounds, sounds minuscule, but we're talking about a handful of plays here and there where I think Dak could do a better job of taking care of the ball, and that includes – you know, bad fumbles, not just passes that should be intercepted. So if we're talking about, hey, you know, six years into his career, seven years into his career, where should Dak be improving? I think that's one of them. And I think last year, I know he was injured in the whole thing, but he did go through that stretch where he was putting the ball in harm's way a ton um, in the the second half of the season. And even this year in his six games, he's got four of them with two turnover-worthy plays or more. Now again, sometimes they don't show up on the stat sheet or sometimes they're they're not picked off or whatever it is, but I think that would be one place where if Dak could do just, you know, one pass per game that, you know, that he could have back, I think that could go a long way into uh, you know, creating a more efficient offense.
0: Okay, do you think that this is uh that they have the ability to get to the NFC Championship game?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, just, just like they did last year. I mean, it's at this point of the season, you're saying, does this team have the pieces Dallas had the pieces last year. They just laid an egg against San Francisco at home in the playoffs. You know, they just, they have to play better once they, once they get into the tournament, so to speak. So once again, with uh, a guy like Micah Parsons, who is a game changer on defense, what that does for the rest of the pass rush, Dan Quinn's done a really nice job there. They could cover on the back end. And then offensively, we've seen them, you know, get Tony Pollard involved a little bit more. Maybe take the ball out of Zeke's hands and use him in more favorable situations along the goal line. All of that stuff is good as as the Cowboys come together, figure out what they are. And then the pass offense getting better and better as the weeks go on. You get a little bit more from Gallup, as I mentioned. C.D. Lamb emerges as the number one. You get a number two tight end like Jake Ferguson creating after the catch as as a rookie. So... A lot of my early season questions, you know, who who's going to produce uh, outside or, or just at you know as a receiver? I think they're starting to answer those. So I think the Cowboys, absolutely, they've got all the pieces in place and. They can make a run this year, just like they could have last year.
2: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere
0: At LuckyLandSlots.com,
2: available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Oh man, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, on the Yingling Lager guest line. So, uh, where would you where would you rank, um, Dan Quinn, the Dallas defensive coordinator? as far as coordinators in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I don't have a coordinate you know coordinator ranking off the top of my head. I'll say this though. I think he's getting head coach opportunity probably at the end of the season. I think I think people are going to look at Quinn and you know whether it's Indianapolis and or you know whatever whatever jobs are available. I, I think Dan Quinn's going to be at the top of the list for for some teams because he he was he had some success in Atlanta But I think what I'm most impressed about is, you know, he came from this Seattle Seahawks tree where they really just played the same coverage over and over and over again. And that's how we coach football for the Falcons. And that sounds bad, but it's not, you know, it it was a successful strategy in Seattle and a couple other places. But Quinn has really evolved quite a bit with the Cowboys. He's stunting and uh, twisting more than any coach in the league right now defensively. He's, he's taken a, a, you know, it must be nice to have a Micah Parsons, but you have to credit him for not just saying, hey, Micah, you're just going to play linebacker. You know, he has adjusted to Micah Parsons' skill set and adjusted everything else around him. So I think that's been the most impressive thing is this this next time around as a defensive coordinator, I think, I think we've seen much more versatility from Dan Quinn, and I think that's helped the Cowboys quite a bit. They've got decent personnel, and, um, yeah, I think Quinn's going to – I think he's been one of the best defensive coordinators in the league now the last couple of years, and – I think he'll get a look as a head coach and, and you know, at least get interviewed as a head coach coming this offseason. Sure.
0: Boy, he's done a great job. Um, and had a hell of a career with the Seahawks. And, I mean, good grief. If he wins that Super Bowl game against the Patriots, yeah. we're talking about a totally... You know, he's just... hes con- We put him on another level and pedestal, but anyway, it didn't work out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club